So, this is not an elven god that you are familiar with directly. It's very clearly a god, and it feels that feels elven to you, but this is not a god that you recognize. Like, this isn't like, oh, I got picked for Corellian's or, you know, Pantheon. Like, this is, this is something else, right? Um, but you can feel, as soon as you take that sword, like, something has changed. And there is a feeling of satisfaction that you get from this being in front of you. It says, my daughter, or sorry, my child, I'm trying not to gender them, my child will need many things to properly take their place in the Pantheon. Are you familiar with the Isle of Lopat? You might be. It's, 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 there's a big, in, in the, the, the Palladium setting, there's a big inland sea. Like, it's kind of set up backwards the way you think of, like, Earth maps, right? Where most of the land is in a big donut, essentially. And almost all of, like, naval, naval conflict take pla takes place on this big inland sea. And, uh... Yes, I did just say low pan. It's spelled... There's no space. It is not David mm -hmm. Lopan. It is Lopan, L-O-P-A-N, Lopan, Lopan, I don't know. And pronounce, we can pronounce it a different way. I'm not sure what the pronunciation is, if it's confusing. Uh, but so, there, in the middle, in this Inland Sea, there's a bunch of islands and things. Um, there is an island there named Lopan, and I don't know if you would be familiar with it. Uh, I don't know, are you one of the... Are you one of the characters that had a bunch of pirate skills? Because there were several of the options that had a bunch of pirate skills. I know. I don't think I was the pirate. Okay. You may not be familiar with this. So. There is an island. On that island. There is a garden. In that garden. My child requires an effigy. This I leave to you. Okay, so you, you want me to go to this island of Lopan and set up an effigy or make an effigy of something created from the garden? There's a moment of uh, non-response. And then he just disappears. Of course. Huh? Typical godling. Yeah, that was some, that was some god shit, yeah. That was some god shit. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah. I mean, at least he used language. Do either you two have an idea what he wants me to do? Go to the garden and build an effigy. Okay. As soon as he disappears, the snow is back in full force. Hmm. I'm just saying, you should count yourself lucky. At least your god actually uses words. <laughs> <laughs> this is a good time to bring up that I don't believe in gods. I mean, you do you, but like, that was just a god. Yeah, I I think <laughs> I think this is the kind of setting where it's very hard to be atheist. You can be anti-theist. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's fine. With my with my brain juice, maybe I think I'm God. 
Fair. Oh. That's fair. Yeah. That seems like... Just worship yourself. Yeah. Shit, man. I've invented egoism. Oh, God, but... I always have to kill God in my campaigns. To them now. Well, I'll tell you what. My plans have a lot of opportunity for that. You're gonna. It's, it's gonna be. <laughs> I just. I not killing the godling was very playing against type. I'll it was, <laughs> and I was very proud of you, Mike. I, I felt Thank like you. that was. You're doing a very that that god that godling is relatively innocent. Like there's there's they have not done anything. Yet, that brings direct harm. So, I mean, they haven't even been conscious yet. It'd be nope. hard. Well, they've been conscious once, and then they stopped. Decided. <laughs> <laughs> this is terrible. Turns out, basically, like, yeah. I understand. <laughs> I can feel that. Yeah. Uh, so that definitely just happened. Um, and so, Elamir, the the sword that you're now holding, uh, still. It's very bright and silver. It feels... Is it is it curved at all? Um, maybe a little bit? Is it only sharp on one edge? Sure. Okay. Why? I'm just saying it's... Uh, that would make it a saber. Okay. And it's light. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think the form it takes depends on uh, uh, Elamir's mood, probably, huh? Uh, but yeah, it's um, and you can feel power radiating off of it. You can also feel that you yourself may be just a little bit different um, in ways that are not immediately clear. Uh, but yeah, what is everybody doing now? I mean, welcome to the club. I don't know. Maybe we should get like shirts made. <laughs> I, I think you gotta say that out loud though <laughs> but, uh, now I'm, you have Saber Moon yes <laughs> excellent yes yeah I guess yeah I'm sorry gonna t- t- head back inside cool it's cold out here it is cold out here um, are the other two headed back into the church are you Gonna go see how Ilsa's doing. What's your plan? I mean, right now it seems like I just sort of chill and I don't really have a goal. Did we get paid for that package thing? Are we supposed to get paid? Yes. Um, that has not happened. <laughs> I was like, I don't even remember what my motivation for being here was. There was a package and some vague feelings that I'm supposed to be here. And yeah. Actually yeah obligated everything good. seems to have changed regarding what we were doing. So, Yes. Yes, it does. Uh, so, um, yeah, Elamir, when you walk back in uh, to the to the workshop... Ilsa is still working very hard, uh, translating some things, but she is she's starting to set aside. She set aside a sheaf of documents that um, are not like the other things that she's been messing with. These appear to be direct correspondence. They have the look of like letters that have been written. Uh, 
and the text on them is hard to make out. It, it's 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 it appears to be in some sort of code, um, but they are addressed to Bertrand, her grandfather, and they are from a uh, Sir R. Dusklight, care of the Fossarian Knights. And they're just sort of sitting there. Um, she makes reference to them um, and asks if you want to take a look at them and see if you can make any sense of them. You can't. You just can't. Um, do you mention anything to her about what just happened? Do you say anything about this event? Yeah, I think I... Because she might have more knowledge of who this moon god person might be. Okay. Um... When you mention your encounter, she goes stark white. Um, you can see her, like, gulp. And then uh, she takes a second to study herself and she says, Well, clearly you survived. Um, that's unusual. Do encounters with this being usually not go so well? Uh, I'm, that's, um, that particular deity does not have the, uh, best reputation, that shall we say. Uh, they may have kicked him out of the Pantheon. Your Moon Knight. <laughs> that does make it sound cooler. Your your elf knight. I honestly didn't draw that line myself. That's good. I like that. Um, and then she'll she'll expound slightly, although her knowledge is not super deep. Um, that was that was at least an uh, that was either the god himself or a. A fragment of Rael, uh, one of the former, a former member of the Elven Pantheon, and metaphysical father of the Godling, um, and hu estranged husband of the god that the temple here in town is dedicated to, Elandris. Okay. Um. He, he didn't, you're, you're, it sounds like he went from being at one point a fairly well-loved god to being disavowed by the elves altogether. Sorry, did you have a question? No, no. I was just listening to her story. Cool. Yeah, so, uh, Doc and Granny, the... As you walk in to the temple from outside, mm -hmm. um, the first thing you notice is that everyone inside is kneeling, mm -hmm. except for two figures at the front. And one of those figures is the godling, this tall adolescent elf person, um... Still wearing the sacrificial shift and the sandals and all that whole thing. And they are standing l with arms locked 
on those of another figure uh, who is slightly taller. Um, again, looks like an elf. This one is very clearly feminine. And uh, Granny, your god sense is just clanging right now. Oh, because this is mommy, right? Not an unreasonable assumption to draw. <laughs> oh, I suppose I'm not supposed to kill her then, huh? Wait, no, actively not kill her. She's a mother. Yeah, no, yeah. that's not... Uh, <laughs> there is a very... Like, in the yeah. the last encounter, you didn't get a whole lot of, like, direct input from your mm-hmm. brain, your, 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 your patron. Yep. This time you get a very strong wave of recognition. And like nostalgia, but also disappointment. Aww. All right. Um, and literally everyone in this room besides you is kneeling. Well, you and the two divine beings. Yeah, no, I think that's appropriate. I mean, I'm representing something better than bigger than myself. <laughs> <laughs> so, what are the two of you doing? I'm I'm waiting for the ghost of Christmas Future. <laughs> the ghost of Christmas Future is the kid. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, um, like I I definitely am not getting between granting goodness and uh, the new god thing. Gonna make myself real small over here. Real <laughs> small. Um, okay. Uh, so yeah, Granny, what are you doing? I mean, I don't really think I have any part in that. Just like if they acknowledge me, I'll give them that nod of yes, everything's good. But I don't see any reason to get involved in that. Okay, so uh, as you stand there, uh, there is a long moment of the two of them in not quite an embrace. Um, it very much looks like like the kid just came home from college, let me look you over sort of thing, right? <laughs> um, Did they hurt you? <laughs> yeah, right? Um, and the the... The new deity is very uh, visibly concerned about the the well-being of the Yaling, who is more animated now, but still not quite right in their reactions. It doesn't feel... It feels like they're still only partway there. Um, And the... The female figure will will touch her forehead to the the godling's forehead and there is a bright flash of light and then they're gone so they as in both of them both of them are gone yes okay. sorry the the multiple mm. they this in this case yeah 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 all right there's a there's a gasp from the assembled others I guess that fixes them sacrificing problem, you know, pretty hard now. Sure does. 
You have to find them and then you know convince them that's what they want to. Yeah. Like. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, uh, back with our other team, uh, Elamir. The suddenly in your presence, there are two more people. Okay. Apparently, walking's too good for them. Yes, I mean they're. <laughs> Come on. Uh, and uh, Ilsa immediately feels their presence turns and then hits her knees Im- instantly. Um, and the they are now walking arm in arm or standing arm in arm with the the mother supporting the child. And the mother addresses uh Sort of the mother sort of looks you over, Elamir, um, with it's not quite contempt, but she's a god, so it's close enough, right? Um, but then she turns to Ilsa and she says, Stand, stand, child. We mean you no harm here. I understand that you are looking for. A way to free my child from the cycle. And Ilsa nods fervently after standing very shakily in front of this person. And the god continues. She says, Your grandfather was working on this too. Um, he had he had consulted me uh, directly for help, something no mortal had done in a very, very long time. I hoped to guide him, but it would appear that he has left this place. Yes? And you can see tears start to well up in Ilsa's eyes. um, Because obviously her grandfather's dead. He died. Um, Now you must must consult his notes. It is all there. I, I will be taking my child from here temporarily you must rebuild the temple to give her herself back this poor child has no and you can tell she's searching for a word um which is weird because she's a god right she should have those words but she doesn't. Bertrand seemed to have an idea of how to do this for us. I shall return to monitor your progress in hopes that you can succeed. If you cannot, well, I don't know what will happen because you are no no one in this village is killing my child again. And, uh, Elamir, you get the sense that, like, she went from, like, caring nurturer to defensive mama bear. <laughs> but, like, the version of that that lives on Mount Olympus. Or, like, I guess the foothills of Mount Olympus. She's not really, like, a god god anymore. Right? And Ilsa, Ilsa nods. And she says, uh, and then uh, Elamir, she turns to you, 
just her just her head. She sort of turns her head at a like ninety degree angle. She looks over her shoulder at you essentially. Right. And she says and she she looks you up and down and again you can feel that like not quite contempt. Like that idea that like, oh, this asshole's working for my ex, right? And she says, I see you you've met my husband. I have. What did he tell you? Uh, he seeks to save who I'm assuming is offspring? Just like you? Well, it seems we can co-parent. <laughs> the information he gave you? Oh, what he wa- uh, he wants me to go to an island of Lopan. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, that will be necessary. Um, I don't have much information for you beyond that, if I'm being honest. I... The island of Lopan is a very odd place. And... None of us will be able to help you. And she sort of looks between herself and the child, and you get the idea that she also means her husband, Rael. Um, we are not allowed there. You will require aid. You should seek out the Knights of Fossar on the island. They may be willing to help you. Was that the uh, the same name that I saw in the letters? Yes, roughly. Like, it looks like maybe the terminologies changed slightly. Like, maybe she's using an ancient version of the same name, but yes. Okay. Uh, that's the that's the general gist of those letters. Or the, the what, where I'm trying to get you to go, basically, yeah. Right. Their aid will be crucial. It... it understand if you they are an insular group they may not wish to deal with you especially in your current state if it is necessary to obtain their assistance you may tell them that I know where the head is okay and with that, she turns back to Ilsa, and she says, your, un- your grandfather had a means of communicating with me directly. It is um, complex, but it is in his writings. I suggest you master that first. I will not be returning for some time. And then the two of them just wink out of existence. And you can almost feel, like, the pressure in the room drop. And Ilsa makes direct eye contact with you, like, what the fuck, though? Well, at least we have a better idea what to do now. Yes, that definitely makes me feel better. So it it seems like the knights that were written of in these letters... Are located on this island, I guess. 
maybe we can talk to the source about what was the contents, if that'll help us. Yes, uh, and she immediately sort of switches back into that sort of archivalist mystery solver mode, and she says, uh, "Yes, uh, my uncle or my grandfather was was corresponding with one of these these knights. They very little of this is written in languages that I understand, but it, it would seem that they were they are also relic hunters of a sort." Um, antiquarians like my grandfather it's possible that they seems very likely now actually that they would have some of the information that we need to accomplish whatever this thing that we're trying to do now is i guess we should start there that sounds like a plan all right um yeah and smash cut to pirate ship. Right. <laughs> yeah, I haven't decided exactly what the first thing is, but yeah, let's. We're we're gonna. It's raining. It's mm-hmm. yes. There's a storm. You're on a ship. The sea is choppy. Yes, it's. All right, this is a another great adventure you've got us into, Anakin. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to start in media res fighting a sea monster. Yes. is the next plan. <laughs> All right. Um, so does anybody have any questions, anything we want to resolve before we cut to black here? I think so. I'm slightly sad. I missed the goddess being on mama bear. So I could be like, Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> I clearly have to like you. Hmm. She's one of the good ones. <laughs> Yeah, no, your your yeah, your sense of uh, <laughs> yeah, like literally, sense... it's just like somewhere I feel like everything's right in the world. Um, <laughs> what happened? Yeah, your sense from your interactions with these two, especially based on your like divine patrons, is that um, that she's okay. Although, <laughs> yeah, she's okay. He's scary as hell. Yeah. Um, but they're both also disgraced gods. <laughs> so arm's length might be the best policy <laughs> if you can manage it. Just don't let performance review come around uh, without being prepared. All right. Um, so, yeah, thanks for playing, guys. I had fun. I know that was a lot of like exposition and not a ton of individual action but i i wanted to get that setup stuff so we had like goals and plans moving forward what yeah cool cool cool. so um yeah thanks for playing thanks everybody for listening uh this has been that DD podcast uh and i hope you all have a good day night whatever time you haven't listened to this and stop that D&D podcast is released under a Creative Commons 4.0 attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives license. Feel free to share with friends, but don't cut anything out and don't sell our work. Please visit us at thatdndpodcast.com or on Twitch or YouTube at That D&D Podcast. Intro music is Dark Matter by M33 Project and is available on the Free Music Archive. M33 Project can also be found on YouTube and Instagram. Outro music is Betrayed by Scott Holmes Music. 
This and other works by Scott Holmes Music can be found on the Free Music Archive, SoundCloud, or scottholmesmusic.com. The Palladium Fantasy RPG, written by Kevin Ciambietta, is owned and published by Palladium Books. All other copyrighted content is owned by its associated copyright holder. Music